Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sacred page of Talmud every day. And in today's stuff, Rosh Hashanah 32, we catch word of three categories of blessings that we recite on Rosh Hashanah. There are Malchuyot, Zichronot, and Shofarot. What exactly are they? And what does each one of them represent? And why are they here together? And how does their proximity make Rosh Hashanah a different, somewhat complicated holiday? Here to answer these questions is my friend and teacher, straight out of Yeshiva University, Rabbi Willie Balk. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am so thrilled to be back again with you. Now tell me, we read about these blessings in today's stuff, and they're discussed at great detail what are they? Why the three categories? And, and how should we think about them and about Rosh Hashanah in general? Let's take a step back just a second, because we know, you know, discussing these sort of, we have to bring ourselves back into the mindset of Rosh Hashanah, which is sometimes you know, a little bit weird to do, but we have to go back a little bit. So these categories, the, the Mafios and the Zichronos and the Shofros, all sort of make up Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah is a, it's a very interesting day. It's not sort of, well, it's a new year. So people wish, wish you a happy new year, but it's not exactly a new year in the sense of the secular new year or what people consider new year. And everyone assumes, you know, I guess maybe in the secular world that it's a great day and there's a, you know, a lot of fun and happiness. And that's, you know, it is a yontif, but that's not exactly what's going on. So the concept is that, you know, on the one hand, it is judgment day. It's a Yom Hadin. It's a uh, Yom Hazikaron. It's a remembrance day where, where we are remembering certain things and God is remembering certain things and certain things are, are brought up before God's memory, so to speak, where we're reminded about the, the year and the course of human history. So how that works. The day takes on a sense of mafias, of, of us coronating God as king of the Jewish people. And he is the one who will be doing the judging. We like to think of ourselves as, you know, we're maybe not as judgy, but God is the one who ultimately knows all of the different things that we're not privy to. So God is the king and we recognize it on Rosh Hashanah. So that's the, in terms of the, the Malthios. We come to the Zichronos and it's not necessarily one of these things where we talk about, oh, God remembers everything that happened. Zichronos meaning literally remembrance. Exactly. It's not like a type of, of Santa Claus thing where, you know, oh, you know, he sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake, so be good. So it's not exactly that. I mean, Obviously, be good, do great things because you're a human being, and that's what we're supposed to do. But it's not this thing like, oh, you better watch what you're doing because God's watching. And if you don't do it, it's you're going to be bad and you're going to be punished. It's God remembers the way things went during the year, but he also remembers the, the entire course of, of Jewish history, the covenants that were made with our ancestors to sort of support us and bolster us, even when we're struggling, even when we know that as human beings, we will fall and we will make mistakes and remembering the, the times that we can do better and when things may have not been great previously, but we've sort of come to the understanding that this is okay and, and God is going to help us through. And finally, when we come to uh, Shofros, it seems a little bit, you know, on the one hand, a little bit confusing. What do we, you know, the ram's horn, we pull a shofar, but it's it's so part and parcel to the day, this, this idea that, you know, when you look back when the Torah was given, the Torah was given with great fanfare, and there were there were shofars. There were there was the sound of the shofar that, that could have been heard then. We know that when Mashiach comes, there will be this great shofar that will be blown imagery that, and that's discussed in the liturgy for Rosh Hashanah. Even in times of war, it was just something that would circle us and bring us together. But at the same time, you know, part of me always leans back to the idea of shofros, because when you come into Rosh Hashanah and you hear the shofar, that's sort of like going into a huge exam and not really studying beforehand. So we have to look back at, at the month of Elul when we blow the shofar daily. And when we blow the shofar, we're reminded 
Rosh Hashanah is coming. Something is coming. And at the end of the day, even when God judges us and God sees us, all the different things, God can only, I don't want to limit God in any way, but God will forgive us between our indiscretions, between us and him. But when it comes to our fellow human being, that's not in God's area, so to speak. We have to work and we have to make sure that we're doing our utmost to make sure that we're trying to better ourselves. And at the end of the day, when you come into Rosh Hashanah, maybe not having heard the shofar the entire month of Elul, it's sort of like sitting down, you know, in my mind, I always think of it as sitting down at a test and not having studied and just say, okay, when I look at the material, I'll remind myself if I'm sitting through a, uh, a biology test. Oh, okay. All right. Mitochondria, that's a biology thing. Okay, great. But if I don't know what it does, or I don't know this, what, what the purpose is, you're kind of missing it. It's like walking into, you know, Passover and you're trying to really fulfill everything on Passover. But if you're not cleaning your house and you're, and you're sitting in an environment where there is chametz and we know, oh my God, we got to get rid of the chametz. There's so much of the experience that's missing if you don't get up to speed, so to speak, earlier. So it's hard to just walk in and sort of feel it. So shofros is one of the things that we do hear the shofar on Rosh Hashanah and Shul, most days when it's not on Shabbos. But it's one of those times where it reminds us we have the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, that even if we sort of missed the boat before then, we still have the opportunity, we still have the chance. It ties in with that idea of being judged, of Hashem judging us, so to speak, and us recognizing that there is a judge and there is a ruler of the world with the mafios, and remembering that there are times maybe when we didn't necessarily do things as we wanted to and striving to be better. I love it. Rabbi Willie Bulk, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. My pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.